Le seul podcast sur le PSG en anglais. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of PSG Talking. My name is Ed and I'm usually your host, but on today's show, we're switching things up a bit and I'm handing over the hosting reins to PSG Talk writer Eduardo Razo, who recently had the opportunity to sit down for a few minutes with football journalist Fabrizio Romano to discuss all of the latest transfer news and rumors regarding Paris Saint-Germain. We opened the show by asking Romano how PSG snatched Jorginho Wijnaldum from Barcelona, and we get the latest on Gianluigi Donnarumma, Akraf Hakimi, and Cristiano Ronaldo. We also ask about Mauro Icardi potentially leaving the French capital, and which clubs could make a move for Kylian Mbappe this summer. Without further ado, here is my colleague Eduardo Razo with the interview you all have been waiting to listen to. Joining us is uh, Fabrizio Romano. Fabrizio, how are you? Hello, hello. Thank you again for the invitation. I'm fine, thank you. And so happy to be together and ready to answer to your questions. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. And I'll just start off right off the bat. No, I won't uh, mess around with anything. Uh, one of the first questions I wanted to ask you is regarding uh, the new signing of uh, Wijnaldum to PSG. I know the salary was one of the main reasons that people will speculate that he went to PSG, but can you give us any further details in the background that you might know that the rest of the of the public might not know? How did, how did this uh, transfer end up developing? Because did, PSG did come in at the last minute uh, with an offer. Can you give us any further details on that? Yes, uh, it was a crazy story. Uh, I think it's part of the transfer market to have this kind of stories with free agents. So what happened is that uh, he had an agreement with Barcelona. It was a verbal agreement, so it was not a signed agreement, but was a verbal agreement. There was just something missing on the tax side, so they were discussing about some detail of the contract, but it was done. Barcelona were working to announce Vinaldum as new signing this week. They were planning for the medicals in the national team camp of, of Netherlands, so the Dutch national team. So they were really ready for this deal. And then what happened that during this moment, sometimes it happens in transfers with free agents, if you're not fast in the moment when you have the agreement with the player and then you have to sign the contract and so resolve the last details and prepare the paperwork and everything. In this moment, and I mean in two or three days, uh, Paris Saint-Germain joined the race. They contacted Vinaldum. They were offering a big salary. It's true because it's around 9.5 million euro per season net. But but also we have to mention about the situation of the general project. So they were offering him something important for the project for Paris Saint Germain future. Uh, of course, on the other side he had Barcelona, another top club. He had Leo Messi. But with Paris Saint Germain, you have top players. You have a fantastic CD too. So they were offering him a better salary, but also an interesting project. Um, the player was really tempted. He was keen to join Barcelona, but then when Paris Saint Germain called him, you know, he was taking like 24 hours to decide. And then during the night, in the full night, I would say, because it was full night, it was like 1 a.m. or something like this, he communicated, Pinaldo communicated to, to Barcelona that he decided to join Paris Saint-Germain. There is an agreement for three years, so it was really a crazy story. And then he completed the medicals, he signed the contract, now it's official. It was about money, you're going to ask me. I would say also 
but money are part of the of football world, not just for Wijnaldum, for all top players, but also because of how Paris Saint-Germain were pushing for him and also because of how uh, Mauricio Pochettino was working on this deal because he was calling the player, he wanted him at Tottenham when he was in the Premier League five years ago, he was pushing to have him at Tottenham, then he decided to join Liverpool, but Pochettino told him this is the first time we can work together, so come to Paris Saint-Germain, we have an amazing project with you too, so, so that's the point, they, they are going to decide also because of Pochettino, not just because of the money. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, another player that could arrive to Paris Saint-Germain on a free is uh, Gianluigi Donnarumma. Uh, what can you give us on the latest on that and how did, um, I know it's pretty much close, there's some, some final stuff that needs to be done. Uh, where, where is PSG on that and how did that uh, transfer come to about? Because I know PSG has been interested for like a, the last couple of years in him. How, how how did this all just end up happening? Where a 22 year old, one of the, you know one of the brightest or one of the biggest uh, young goalkeepers in, in football, how did he end up just becoming a, a you know a free agent? It happened because his relationship uh, it was a relationship between Mino Raiola and the Similan board had some problems on this negotiation for Donnarumma because he wanted an important salary. First of all, as you mentioned, we have to say that Donnarumma is one of the best talents in Europe in general, in my opinion, one of the best goalkeepers in the world. When I talk about Donnarumma in European side, they don't know a lot about him because, okay, he's playing in the Serie A, he was playing Europa League, but he was never playing Champions League, he's never playing in top European competition with Italy. So that's why people don't know him so well, but trust me, he's incredible, he's the true talent. He's, he's really fantastic. He was a leader at AC Milan, a great goalkeeper. So it was a big opportunity. But AC Milan decided not to pay more than 10 million euros per season because Rayola was asking for more than 10 million euros per season to AC Milan. Uh, they decided to sign another goalkeeper, Mike Menyan from Lille, because they had a different strategy. They didn't want to stay like negotiating and negotiating after like one year spent negotiating for Donnarumma and not reaching an agreement. So that's how they arrived in this. I would say um, disappointing situation because Donnarumma grew up as, as a Milan player. He was the captain. He was one of the favorite players for the fans, and he was really happy with AC Milan. So it was just about the contract, you know. But it's normal when you have this kind of talent to to have some problems on the salary sometimes. And so that's how Paris Saint Germain are working on it. Uh, Mino Raiola was talking with Barcelona. Also, Juventus were interested, but then when Allegri joined the club. He decided to continue with Chesney as goalkeeper because they have a great relationship. Chesney has a three-year contract and Allegri thinks that Chesney is one of the best goalkeepers in the world. And with Barcelona, they were talking with Dragula, they were interested, but the salary was a problem because Barcelona has a lot of problems by the salary point of view, so they can't offer crazy salaries for, for Donnarumma. And they had Ter Stegen as first goalkeeper, so he was a backup option, but it was uh, really with a big salary, so it could be a problem. With Paris Saint-Germain, Rayola has an amazing relationship because he's talking with Paris Saint-Germain about many players. Uh, they've been always interested in Donnarumma, as you said, because it's like also three or four years ago they wanted him, they offered him an incredible contract and he decided to stay at AC Milan. Now it's different because now Donnarumma is ready to join Paris Saint-Germain. It's not done yet, so it's not signed yet, it's not done deal yet. We are around the verbal agreement because they are discussing about the last clauses. About the salary is right to clarify that it's a big salary because it's 12 million euros per season, but it will be 12 only if all the add-ons, including the agreement, will be 
activated and is not sure, is absolutely not sure. So it's not 100% sure that Donnarumma will receive 12 million euros per season. It could be like 9, 8 or 10. It depends by the season. It depends by how much he's playing, what Paris Saint-Germain are winning and these kind of things. So they're discussing about this, the last details, but Leonardo wants Donnarumma. Donnarumma wants Paris Saint-Germain. They are also planning for potential medicals in Italian national team camp if they will complete the agreement and if they will sign the agreement because the verbal agreement is ready. And also, uh, Nasser Al-Khalifi, the president and donor of Paris Saint-Germain, he wanted the player. He wanted the player because he's convinced he's the player for the future. So that's why they decided to go 100% on Donnarumma as perfect target. Uh, another player in Italy that, that PSG is interested in is uh, Inter Milan, Takimi. What can you tell us the latest on that? I know I've read 10 million euros separates both sides. There's also interest from Chelsea. Uh, do you think it's a deal that PSG can get done or do you think Chelsea can, can put in a better offer that takes them away? Because over the last couple of weeks, it's been, oh, it's a matter of time that, that, that you know, PSG and, and Inter Milan can come to an agreement. Uh, where, where do you stand on that? Yes, I think Paris Saint-Germain has chances to sign him because they are negotiating for Hakimi since like two weeks or three weeks. So he's a serious target. They've been in touch with the agent. Also, Chelsea are in touch with the agent of Akimi. Uh, so at the moment, both clubs are interested, but Paris Saint-Germain are pushing. They made a bid. It's around 60 million euro. Inter want 80 million euro. So let's see if Chelsea will make a bid for this money and if Paris Saint-Germain will improve and raise their bid because they need to change the bid if they want to sign Akimi. So Inter on this kind of position, 80 million euro or nothing because they want to sell Akimi only if he's in a crazy bid. Imagine that he was the best right back of the Italian league. He had a fantastic season. In my personal opinion, he's one of the best right backs in the world, one of the best full backs in the world because he can also play on the left when you need. So he's really a fantastic player, a fantastic guy, but it's right that Inter is asking for this money because they paid 40 million euro and 5 million euro loans for him from Borussia Dortmund, from Real Madrid, on loan to Borussia Dortmund one year ago. And now they want to double because the season was incredible. So let's see, Paris Saint-Germain are still interested. They are still working for Akimi. Uh, they had the proposal, so they are working on it. From Chelsea, they are in contact with the player. Let's see if they will decide to go 100% on Akimi or they will decide to go for different targets. So I think the feeling around Paris Saint-Germain is that they will try again for, for a shot Akimi. Uh, obviously, PSG would have to they'll have to like move out some some players to fund some of these transfers. And one of them that's been talked about is Mauro Icardi potentially moving back to Italy. I know he he went on Instagram. He decided he he, he made a, a you know, a, he, an, not an announcement. He just declared that a lot of these news are fake, whatever. But where can you stand uh, on uh, Icardi? Because he's been linked to Roma. He's been linked to Juventus. He's linked to AC Milan. Do you think you know he can potentially go back to to Italy, or do you think he'll he'll remain at at PSG? I think when he was denying, he was right, and he is right because at the moment there are no negotiations. So saying today that he will go to Juventus or he will go to AC Milan or to Roma is not correct, because these clubs are not in talks with Icardi or with Paris Saint Germain. For sure, they like Icardi. Here in Italy, he was one of the best strikers of the last twenty of twenty years, so he's been incredible. And we still rate here in Italy here as one of the best strikers in, in, in Italy for sure when he was at Inter. But now there are no negotiations. So what I can say is that there are chances if the situation will change with Paris Saint-Germain. So if Paris Saint-Germain board will decide to sell Icardi, 
there are chances for him to come back in Italy because many clubs are interested and many clubs would be interested. But, you know, it's also linked to what's happening with top, play, top players and top clubs. For example, Juventus have not decided yet what's happening with Cristiano Ronaldo, but maybe, maybe if Cristiano leaves, Icardi could be one of the opportunities. Uh, let's see what happens with AC Milan, but now they are negotiating for Olivier Giroud. Uh, Roma, now they are happy with Dzeko. Roma wants to continue with Dzeko. Mourinho wants to continue with Dzeko. But let's see what happens also on this side. So at the moment, there is nothing advanced for Icardi, and the player is happy in Paris. So he's enjoying his Paris life, his, um, his challenge with Paris Saint-Germain. If something will change, and if the situation will change, I think that Italy could be one of the opportunities for Icardi, yes, because he is really, really highly rated here in Italy. Uh, you're, you know, touching on Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, do you think there's any chance or any of those rumors linking him to PSG that it would act, that would actually happen? Uh, it's been, you know, over the last couple of hours, I've seen reports that he, you know, if he were to lower his wages, there's a chance that he could maybe go to Manchester United or PSG. Do you think he stays at Juve, or do you, do you think he'll consider maybe going to PSG? You know, in this last final stages of his career. At the moment, I think when you have players like Cristiano, and we're talking about top stars, uh, we have to respect what they want to do and what are the reality. And at the moment, the only reality is that Jorge Mendes was in Italy, but he was not meeting with Juventus. And this means that Cristiano has not decided yet about his future. And when he will decide, he will meet with Mendes, he will meet with Juventus, and they will decide together about what's happening. For sure, with these wages, with this, with this salary, is not going to to change this summer because no one with the pandemic situation is not no one is offering like 31 million euro net per season uh, so if he wants to continue with this salary he's staying at juventus if he wants to accept something different maybe a longer contract with bit different um, salary okay it could be an opportunity for top clubs but at the moment there are no negotiations between Paris Saint-Germain and Juventus or between Cristiano and Paris Saint-Germain he's just waiting to see what happens on the market and at the moment the situation is still quiet if he will decide to leave for sure uh, there are no many clubs to to pay for Cristiano Ronaldo so Paris Saint-Germain could be one of the options but at the moment they are not working on it so that's why I say keep it quiet and let's see what happens in the next weeks because it's not a hot topic for Paris Saint-Germain at the moment so Fab, I know you're a busy man, and one of the last questions before we let you go is uh, obviously being PSG. What can you give us on uh, the latest, or and in, in your opinion too, what do you think is going to happen with uh, the extension of Kylian Mbappe? It just by you know the people you speak to, I know this is a topic that every PSG supporter wants to find and wants to have an answer this summer, and they're more than likely going to get an answer this summer. Where, where do you think that where where where, where does that go? They're going all in on the Mbappé contract, all in. And Nasser Al-Khalaif is directly involved. He's not just Leonardo, also Nasser is directly involved in the negotiation. He's trying in all way to convince Mbappé. It's not just about money, it's also about the project. He wants a project, he wants to win the Champions League, he wants to do something big. So it's about the money because he's asking for around more than 30 million euro per season net but also is about the project. So at the moment, there is still no agreement, no total agreement between Bappé and Paris Saint-Germain, but they are still negotiating. So that's why Nasser is always saying the player is not leaving, because they are in negotiation and Paris Saint-Germain will do their best to convince Bappé to stay. So they want really him to stay, to be the star of the club. 
Real Madrid are waiting because they have the obsession of Mbappé, I would say, in a positive way. So they want Mbappé. They only want Mbappé as top star. But they know that at the moment it's difficult because of Nasser. Nasser is pushing for the player to stay. So negotiations are going on. Let's see. I think we have to wait a bit because the player now is focused on the Euros. So it will take some time to, to decide. But for sure it will be decided this summer. And I think that after Nasser spoke like this, it will be so difficult for Real Madrid to find an agreement with Paris Saint-Germain for for Kylian Mbappé this summer. What what kind of contract do you think he's going to get? I, I've seen he wants something maybe similar, what Neymar makes. Uh, you know, you don't have to give exact numbers, but just an estimate of what you've, you know, you've heard. What, 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 what type of contract do you expect, you know, PSG to, you know, put on the table for Mbappé? It will be around not less than 30 million euro. But Neymar is having more than this, but obviously Neymar is older and has a story. Mbappé is asking for around... 30 million euro per season. But from what I heard, Paris Saint-Germain are prepared to pay. Uh, they're discussing also about bonuses, about head-ons in case Paris Saint-Germain win the Champions League, the same they did with Neymar. But another big topic is also about the project because Mbappé wants an important project. He wants to be the top star, but he wants to be in a top, top team. So I think they are showing him what they want to do. They signed Vinaldum, they are working for Donnarumma, they want to do something important with the right back. So they're planning for something big. And this is the best way to show Mbappé that they want to do something really important in the future. Let's see if Mbappé will accept. Because, you know, when you have this kind of star with many clubs interested, with a lot of important bits, uh, what they can tell you is that is Paris Saint-Germain or Real Madrid. So there is no chance at this moment for Liverpool or other clubs. Uh, because Real Madrid, are, if there would be 1% of chances for Mbappé to leave the club, Real Madrid will, will fight with all their efforts to, to have Mbappé. But at the moment, Paris Saint-Germain are still negotiating, and so the situation is still like this with Paris. Well, Fab, uh, like I said, I know you're a busy man. We appreciate you giving us just a few minutes of your time. Uh, Ed, I know you're in the background. Uh, everybody that's watching, that's listening, uh, obviously, Everybody knows where to find Fab. You're going to be a busy man this summer, as, as per usual. As as this, you know, we're already we're a few weeks away from the transfer winning, window opening up. Uh, but again, just you know, appreciate you jumping on for a few minutes, just giving us the latest on on pretty on all the transfer talk that's you know linking to to PSG. Thank you, thank you. Really, was a, was a big pleasure, really. And to give you another one, I think that Paris Saint-Germain are really confident to extend the contract of Shami Simons. The young midfielder from Barcelona who moves to Paris Saint-Germain and now he's getting a new contract. So thank you, really, again. And we stay in touch and whatever you want, I'm here available for you. Thank you again. All right. Thank you again to Fabrizio Romano for coming on the show. We hope you enjoyed the interview and will subscribe to the PSG Talking Podcast. For more PSG transfer news, head over to psgtalk.com where you can read Eduardo Razo and our other writer, Steve Zavala's work. Thank you. And until next time. Ale PSG.